going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are you on this Thursday? Today is, what's today? February 3rd, 2-3. How you doing this week? How is your week? You hit some winners? You bring in some money in? Are your, are your sports betting accounts going up? That's the question. Hopefully it's been a nice week for you. On today's show, Storytime Thursday. Gather around the campfire, sports betting stories with Uncle Tyler. Today we'll talk about a Super Bowl line from last year. It'll be a story and it'll be a uh, lesson learning story about uh, how to approach some props and some bets for this year. It's Super Bowl week, well, it's Super Bowl a couple weeks, right? This week, next week, leading up to Super Bowl 56. A lot of content for that game. And why not? Now everyone's excited for it and I am too. So uh, we'll talk about that on today's show. Special thanks to Thrive Fantasy, online thrivefantasy.com. I'll tell you what, one of the things I'm getting most excited for for the Super Bowl is Thrive Fantasy's contest. So here's what Thrive Fantasy is. Uh, They are a daily fantasy sports app for player props. Okay, so it works just like any DFS app or website just with player props. So that's what's so fun about it. It's a little different, but if you love player props, you like DFS, great combination. And they're having a Super Bowl contest. 100,000 guaranteed, and the winner gets $20,000. I'll do my Dr. Evil. $20,000. 100,000 guaranteed, $20,000. And you know what? This isn't the same daily fantasy that you've been used to, where it's crowded, tens of thousands of people. It's smaller, a lot more fair prize pools, where you can still make a ton of money. 20000 to first place for the Super Bowl. You've got to enter today online. Uh, thrivefantasy.com or on the Play Store or App Store. Also, the Prop Lobby. This is one of the coolest things on, on Thrive Fantasy. The Prop Lobby allows you to make two, three, or four team or four player parlays with the player props. Same idea. You're selecting player props. It's just now in this kind of setting, you can put them together in a parlay form. So if you like certain props, you can parlay two, three, or four together. They have tremendously fair payouts. And you know how we talk about on the show a lot of times before, not a big fan of parlays because you'll get shortchanged occasionally. That does not happen with Thrive Fantasy. They pay fair, if not more than fair, for two, three, and four team or four player parlays with the player props. That's under the prop lobby. Look, it's just changing the way we approach sports betting. It's so much fun. Check them out online, thrivefantasy.com or download them from the App Store or Play Store. Listen, when you sign up, this is the important thing. When you sign up, use promo code SBD. That'll get you 100% bonus up to 100 bucks plus at least two free contest uh, contest entries. Online, thrivefantasy.com, promo code SBD. All right, let's get to it. Storytime Thursday. Uh, I want to talk about last year. Okay, so last year, COVID year, there were some mistakes made from you know the the market, the sports books, and I'm going to focus in on one because this is a lesson for how to approach winning sports bets and the way to look at it. Okay, because a lot of times we just assume something should maybe be 50-50 when in reality it's not if you just do a little bit of homework. So last year, um, the bet I'm going to look at and talk about is. The first team to score. Okay, that's the bet we're going to focus on. And again, I think this is a mistake the books made. Now, yesterday, on yesterday's show, we talked about mistakes books make. And I think this fits right into that category. A mistake doesn't have to be a typo. It can just be a bad number. So last year, it was the first team to score. Now, at first glance, you may not have thought anything of this. You may have thought, 
yeah, both teams have about a 50% chance to score. If the sports books put their VIG in, maybe minus 110 for each team. Maybe minus 120 for each team if they're, you know, have bad prices in the sports book. So last year, it opens up minus 120, Kansas City, minus 120, Tampa Bay, first team to score. And the sports book started getting flooded with money on Kansas City. They didn't really know why. So they adjusted from minus 120 to minus 140, and they kept getting money on Kansas City. Adjusted from 140 to 160, kept getting money on Kansas City, and then they thought, what's going on here? Why are all these professional bettors betting on Kansas City to score first? And really, if you look a little little deeper, you found that Kansas City, through the season and into the playoffs, was selecting to receive the majority of the time. If not, I think, I think it was every game heading into the playoffs and in the playoffs. Every coin toss the Kansas City Chiefs had won, they elected to receive. And Tampa Bay, every coin toss they won, they elected to defer. So really, it didn't matter what the coin toss was. You knew Kansas City was going to get the ball. If they won the coin toss, they are going to take it themselves. If they lose the coin toss, Tampa Bay is going to give it to them. And the team who gets the ball first is a heavy favorite, usually for live betting about minus 225, to score first. You get the ball first in the NFL, you score about two-thirds of the time first in the game. So that was a huge thing the sports books overlooked. The fact that Kansas City simply by their coin toss decisions and Tampa Bay by theirs, it was much more likely in the game Kansas City would score first. And that line closed, Kansas City minus 220, Tampa Bay plus 170. Okay, so what can we learn from that? With these prop bets, it's so important to go and think about these prop bets from a different point of view, a different angle. Don't just take for face value that all these lines are probably correct, okay? These sports books will make mistakes. Believe it or not, these sports books are not nearly as smart as a lot of you give them credit for. It's just for up to uh, it's just up to us to find those mistakes. And the best way we can do that Think about things outside the box. Instead of saying, okay, minus 120, minus 120, well, they got Tom Brady. They've been scoring a lot of points lately. Think about, well, who might get the ball first? Who, well, what leads to getting the ball first? The, the, the coin toss. What do people do on the coin toss? This is a way to approach these bets thinking at it from an outside-the-box point of view. Let's use another bet example from this year's Super Bowl, okay? This year's Super Bowl, Alex Ovechkin over, under, or excuse me, Alex Ovechkin shots versus the winning margin for the Super Bowl. It's a cross-sport prop. You can find a lot of cross-sport props, and that's where a lot of these mistakes are made. So a cross-sport prop would be, okay, Alex Ovechkin, uh, does he have more shots, you know, over-under shots, or is the winning margin uh, more or less? So what do you think would be more? Alex Ovechkin's shots on game on goal during, this is going to be during the Ottawa Senators game, February 13th, right around there. Uh, does Alex Ovechkin have more shots on goal against Ottawa or is the winning margin higher or lower than that? That's what you're betting on, okay? So you either take Alex Ovechkin minus 130 or the uh, spread of the game at minus 110. That's the current odds online. So what we do here, we want to go find how often Alex Ovechkin is shooting the puck and he's shooting 7.3 times per game. So that's our over-under, okay? What you want to do in these cross-sport props is find one of the two things you're comparing and find out what you're most comfortable with 
or you think you can project the most accurately. Then with that number, you then have your over-under. So what we can say is, do we think the spread of this game will be more or less than 7.3? Okay, And the spread is 4.5. So you may think off the bat, well, this is an obvious bet. Alex Ovechkin has a much higher chance to, to get more, right? He's shooting 7.3 times uh, per game, and the spread's 4.5. Meaning, if the spread's 4.5, we can assume half the time the LA Rams are going to win by 4.5, and, and half the time they're not. So it seems clear to me, or at least it may seem clear to you, Alex Ovechkin is the bet here. However, let's think about this a little deeper. Alex Ovechkin his variance or volatility is extremely low for this bet, right? He's not going to have more than 10 shots. He's had 10 shots once this year in one game. He's going to have probably six or seven, maybe eight shots. That's what Ovechkin's going to have. Compared to the winning margin for this game, the winning margin could be all over the place for this game. I mean, did you know six of the last seven Super Bowls have seen point spreads of double digits or more, or double digits at least, or more? at least uh, or six of the last seven Super Bowls, the winner has won by at least 10 points. Think about that. We all think these games are so close. The spreads are usually close. It's, it really hasn't been the case. So for that reason, it's not just the fact that Ovechkin averages more shots and the line's four and a half. You have to think one level deeper. Well, okay, if Alex Ovechkin averages 6.3 shots on game, we can maybe aver- you know, expect that he'll have or project him to have 7.3 shots on game. However, the propensity for the score to get out of control and one of these two teams to win by 8, 9, 10, more than that, that also has to be plugged into the equation. So I'm not going to give a pick for that bet. I'm just giving you a way to think about these prop bets. It's never as easy as sometimes what it seems. And it's as never as easy as, well, just, you know, doing one level of stat work and saying, well, Ovechkin, seven and a half shots, spreads four and a half. This is easy. It's never that easy. But once you do the homework and once you have sort of what you think is sort of an edge or a different way to look at it, that's where you find good bets and that's how you attack these things. So for today's story, which was last year's first team to score, you know, let that be an example of a way to approach these things, a way to look at these games and these prop bets You can't just say, "Eh, each team minus 120, I like this team. Do a level of homework. Do a level of thinking outside the box. What impacts this bet? What would make this bet go over or under? And start looking at those things as well. All right, that does it for today's show. Thanks so much for listening. Good luck, whatever you have going on tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Sports Betting Daily.